Hey everyone, I am David, aka PV Plant Guy. Welcome back to Plant Personalities, a podcast where we dive deep into the people behind their plant social media accounts. I love asking people about who they are outside of what they post because everything is usually plant related. If you know me, you know I love plants, obviously, my husband, my dogs, and I'm into my fitness journey. I love sharing all of that with you. But today we have Steven, who is also a fellow plant dad, and I'm very excited to have him on. So Steven, how are you doing today? Good morning. Well, I, I think for you it's afternoon, but good morning from uh, cold Minnesota. I am doing very well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, it's actually cold here in Florida as well. We had a, uh, what is hopefully the last freeze of the winter. I had to pull all my plants in last night and it's March. Well, f I, I am literally looking outside and the snow is still melting. So I, I you know, I'm not going to pull the, oh, you know, you don't know cold, but uh, I definitely can understand the struggle of needing to pull plants inside. Yeah, uh, maybe I don't have any right to complain because I hardly ever see snow, and I um, I think I'd like have an aneurysm if I looked outside and saw snow here. Fair. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> to, to be fair, I would too. You know where you live, so I I definitely understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you? How do you manage keeping all of your plants alive? Like when it's winter, like that's not something I usually have to deal with. So, like, do you have like? lots of heat pads you have like humidifiers like do you keep your heat on all the time what what goes into that well so in the I, I mean in the winter we need our heat on in the house regardless and, and uh you know i have two cats that actually will just like mess with all of my plants if i don't you know, if I don't kind of hide them or lock them away in a room. So a majority of my houseplants actually are in my home office, um, AKA the plant room. Um, and so it allows me to kind of keep that room a little bit warmer. I do have a space heater and because it's my home office when I'm working from home or, you know, when I'm at the computer, like I'm there, uh, and just kind of all of these plants, I can kind of monitor, you know, I got grow lights, kind of just a really nice compact setup and it just kind of makes it a little bit more convenient. Right. And so that's something that we have in common. I also have like a plant room, which is also my office and it has a nice window. So I kind of like hoard everything there. And then what's not there is probably outside of my back patio. Oh, nice. Well, and you know, the thing about having things in a home office, it's like, great. If I'm working from home or working remotely, or, you know, at least I can be around my plants and spend time with them that way. I honestly have to commend any any plant parent or any person that has like all their plants scattered around their home like how do how do you check for pests like how do you check if things need water i that must just take so much time yeah you have to be aware of all of your plants and how they're doing and watering must be a pain in the butt too i mean to be honest, I do have some plants in my husband's office, and they often go unwatered, but there's some more hardy plants. There's like a, a, a pothos, um, a syngonium, I'm looking at them right now, um, a, a rattlesnake calathea, which needs water. Um, <laughs> there's a they jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Anthurium. So yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I prefer to have them all in like one location. So that must help the humidity factor for you, at least. Yeah, yeah. In Minnesota in the winter, like humidifiers are almost required just for like people um, because it gets so dry. So if, you know, if you're not clustering your plants or if you don't have a humidifier, like the air is so dry and some of the more, um, needy plants uh don't do so so well here right um so i wanted to jump into some of the things that i picked up on so this is i guess for everyone listening this is the first time that steven and i have actually chatted just like a lot of people i have on here and we've talked on social media so i'm really excited to kind of get to know you a little bit better today um but some of the things that like drew me to you was that you're you're a married and i'm married um and we both have a love for ficuses, <laughs> oh, yes. which seems to be the minority, you know, when given a choice between Ficus Friday and Philodendron Friday. So I can definitely say that you're Team Ficus Friday, right? Oh, one hundred percent. There, like, I, I, I will say, other than my fiddly fig, I don't really have a ton of luck with other ficuses, just because I assume that they need to be treated just exactly like my fiddle and so they don't really do the best but i am obsessed with my fiddly fig and like yes ficus friday all the way (laughs) but i think that it doesn't the thing is it doesn't matter if they do well for you or not it's the fact that you try and you want to try Right, exactly. I, you know, I, I am jealous, though, of, like, some of the photos I see on Instagram. Like, I know you have, like, you have a thriving, like, uh, ficus collection. And it, the, I will say, like, I am, I get jealous, and then I have to remind myself, yes, but, you know, David is in a different state. Like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I have to say that all of the ficuses that I keep inside don't do as well as the ones that I keep outside because I find that they love humidity. You throw them outside yeah. and they just explode. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're I well, to be to be fair, like they're actual trees. Like so great. Like, right. <laughs> uh, I do have to say there's a disclaimer on what you called like my thriving ficus collection. Um a lot of it is like the angles that I take my pictures at or show them on my stories because like my variegated elasticas are like they've been struggling and I'm trying so hard to keep them alive. They're like hanging on their last leg. So Dude, like don't feel bad. <laughs> this is the smoke and mirrors of plant Instagram though. So I like props to you for making them look amazing. So it, even if they aren't like thriving, quote unquote, like you're making them look good. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I had um, so I have a rubber tree that just yep. like a a a, um, a regular um, um, elastica, a burgundy elastica. The word escaped me for a second. Mm-hmm. That I had in my back patio, and I was like, I need a new plant on my front patio. And I was like, let me acclimate this to like full sun over time. So my front patio gets like morning sun. And I moved it like a month ago, and I need to a water it often because it's getting more sun. But I noticed that some of the leaves like started to burn, and I'm like, man, like I've had this tree for like it's more like a bush, 
like yeah. literally since I started collecting plants. And now I have like maybe 10 leaves that are starting to burn and fall off. Like, is this, was it worth it? But it's already like growing new leaves. So I'm like, okay, it just like needs some time to acclimate. And I don't want to turn it because I don't want the other side to get quite as burnt. So I'm like slowly rotating it. Yeah, um, like a, a quarter, like a eighth of a turn every week or something. Yeah. Yeah, not even that. So I guess I'll give you an update in the summer, and I'll let you know if I passed or failed the oh, yeah, acclimation test. Yes, please do. Uh, do you, that's good. Do you plan on adding any more ficuses to your collection, like the Triangularis or anything else, like the Benjamina or Altissima? So, yeah, yes and no. It, it depends. I – so – I, I'm currently downsizing my plant collection. <gasps> Gasp. Shocker, I know. Um, but it, right now, uh, uh, I am a little bit strapped for space uh, as far as plants go. Um, and I'm not really a, like, m maybe this is my plant parent style. I'm not a collector. Um, I, I like th the plants that I like kind of in the moment. I, I don't really... Uh, I, I guess seek out specific species or you know uh, or anything like that it, it's just kind of like oh this looks this looks really nice or oh this plant is super easy and it, you know I, I don't need to worry about it uh, that's kind of how I approach my uh, I guess plant my plant collection is I, I don't really treat it like a collection it's just kind of uh bunch of plants that i keep in my house <laughs> so no, that's it's become a collection so you're you're so what you're trying to say is that when you see a plant that you like you basically buy it and then you just add it to the plants that you haven't all of a sudden you're like oh i guess it is a collection but i don't really see it like that exactly yeah it, at, at this point like i i don't consider myself like maybe plant hoarder is the wrong word because I haven't reached the numbers where it would be considered plant hoarding. But yeah, you're right. It it, it has become a collection, but that wasn't necessarily the goal. And you mentioned you were downsizing. So I guess by what is it? I don't know, some type of associative math, mathematical property, whatever you if if you're downsizing your collection, does that make you a hoarder? No, not necessarily, <laughs> because I feel like hoarders, like, need interventions to deal with their their stuff. Uh, for me, it's just, like, a, it's a conscious choice of, you know, I, I do have too many. Is It is a little bit hard to kind of get to the window and i and i know my husband you know he loves you know he loves that i love plants uh and, but like for him like plants are kind of my thing so he just need he just wants it to like make sense in, in a house like you know aesthetically well not even that but just like functionally like i as much as we like i feel like in plantstagram love the plant jungle or or like a, an amazingly lush space it isn't that functional from a like a actual personal realistic perspective for a living space it, it does make it a little bit difficult 
Right. And I guess it makes it that much easier to keep all of your plants in one room. That way everything's kind of sequestered and you can care for it and it's not in your living space. Um, But I do like having like a few plants here and there, but like having, you know, just for like, you know, the look, like having a Maranta maybe like by my kitchen table, maybe like my air plants on the the actual kitchen table and then everything else is like in my office. (laughs) Oh, 100%. I have it. One of my, so one of my spider plants, which is a baby of one of my original plants. uh, I have put it up like upstairs in our living room as kind of a sacrificial plant for the cats. So like we can have some greenery upstairs and you know, like, spider plants like one of my cats like eats it which is ridiculous wait right well cats cats are like that which is i guess um one of the downsides to having plants and cats yeah <laughs> i well, see so many i see so many people who struggle with that on instagram well and it, you know that that is the the thing there are a lot of like pet safe plants at, you know there are some basic plants that really aren't but it, it all kind of just, you know, depends on your pet. If your pet isn't interested in your plants and is like kind of has kind of grown up to be acclimated around these plants, well, great. They're not gonna they're not gonna eat everything or get into stuff and dig. Uh, but well, at this point, the spider plant is actually mildly hallucinogenic to cats. So I, I, I think he's just trying to have a little fun when he's munching on it. So is it kind of like catnip? Based, well, it, it's it kind of. I, I guess in a way, it, it's it's when they bite into it, they kind of go on a little trip. So that's really funny. So yeah, you're <laughs> you're keeping them occupied. You're basically keeping them away from your other plants by giving them the sacrificial spider plant. Exactly. Ex- that is literally the strategy. Right. And I mean, everyone has to have a strategy. So yeah, yeah, that's, yours is pretty funny. Um, So, hey, talk a little bit about your husband, um, because I think that's really cool that, you know, we're both gay and we're both married. And um, a lot of like what's on our plant social media, you know, I mentioned my husband from time to time. I didn't even know you were married until like I like you mentioned it in, in conversation. So I like tell me about him. Yeah, so uh, his name is Garrett. Uh, he's great. I actually, ha- I I think he's listening right now to us live, which is is pretty great. Oh, hi, Garrett. Um, so, <laughs> hi, Garrett. Um, it, he he's actually the person who got me started on like I, I guess my plant parent journey. Um, so he bought me like the first two long-standing plants that I have just to kind of liven up our, our space at the time. And, you know, they're still with me five years later. Uh, It's the spider plant and then an umbrella plant. And I don't think he anticipated that I would kind of become as obsessed as I did. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, (laughs) but uh, yeah, he, he, great we've been together for a very long time i i think it's 11 years at this point and as far as like sharing things on instagram uh, i know like he he's a private person and for me i 
you know, having a public or, you know, kind of a non-private Instagram, I do, you know, I am to the point in my life where I, I don't need to share everything about my life um, publicly, uh, just, you know, privacy's, privacy is nice. Uh, and I, I know he is really shy as far as, you know, having his picture taken or being, being in stories. So I try to respect that, but I, I, you know, I, I kind of makes me sad that you didn't know. Cause it, I, I definitely, I'm not trying to hide it. So. Right. And well, I think that kind of comes with the fact that there are so many people on social media and like, you know, I'll see your stories come up or your posts and I may miss something where you post about him, you know, in passing, just because if you're not, you know, it's not like I'm always watching everyone's story all the time. So it's so easy to miss things, which is kind of the overwhelming part of social media. So I do apologize for not realizing that sooner. Because oh, no, you, you don't need to apologize at all. Um, I think, well, I think it's really cool that you guys have been together for 11 years. So John and I have been together for 10 years. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So how, how long have you guys been married for? Um, it, we're coming up on six years. Okay. So, congrats. That's a long time. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, how about you and your husband? Um, so we've been together, it'll be 10 years in April and then we got married in February of 2020, so literally a month before the world shut down with COVID. So well, uh, we just had our two-year anniversary. Congratulations! That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, uh, and I'm I like, I guess like just before the world shut down, like that must have been. I, I guess you look back on it now, and you're just like, man, like I'm glad that we got to celebrate the way that we could. You know? Right. We had no idea, and we had people come from different states, and it was like a big party. You know, we had a good, you know, a good number of people celebrate with us. And you know, a few months later, people were messaging us saying, "Like, thank you for having your wedding. It was the last time we were able to travel and get out and see everyone." And it was just, it made it like that much more special. Um, but we didn't take a honeymoon, so <laughs> we still, yeah. we still want to go to Japan at some point, but uh, we don't know when. Oh, cool. Well, you'll have to keep us updated when you do go to Japan because that's something that's some place that I want I, I would love to go. Right, it's such a different culture. Um, where did you guys take your honeymoon? We technically haven't taken a honeymoon either. Um, it, it just it, with schedules, and so we got married in December, and uh, it, it just kind of. Uh, as far as schedules go, like we, we had the holidays right after that. And then my family love, uh, typically takes a trip in like a, in January. So we, we did that trip alongside my family as our honeymoon, but we haven't officially had that, you know, I, I guess couple times. Hey, we're married. We're, we're traveling just us, uh, time to go on a honeymoon. So, right. I mean, it's never too late if you never get one, even though it's been six years, like you deserve it. Well, thank you. I, I like to say I deserve it too. And you deserve to go to Japan. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to, I'll let you know wh when uh, that does happen because it will, it's just a matter of when. Right, right. And so I, I guess, 
I think it's funny that you made Garrett go on your family vacation after you got married as your honeymoon. So he must really love you. Yeah. Well, yes. It, it was Thomas. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. It, yeah. yeah. It, okay, it that's fair. A, yeah, it was still a wonderful vacation. Yeah, especially leaving the the middle of a Minnesota winter for the nice sunny island vacation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, uh, I do. I love winter, but I, I do need like one break in, in the cold to get through it. Typically, it, yeah, it I could see that. It's yeah, it's tough. Um, so, what other hobbies are you into outside of plant collection? So, I I love going to the gym. So. It, I love I love that you've been sharing your fitness journey and your weightlifting. It, it's been super awesome to see. Uh, I typically don't share much of that on my plant Instagram, but I, I love going to the gym. Uh, as far as other hobbies go, uh, so I'm a huge nerd, and you're like I haven't told you this before so I, I i want to gauge your reaction so hmm. i play a lot of video games i play magic the gathering i play a lot of other trading card games like Yu-Gi-Oh. um yep still doing that at 30 uh but, <laughs> you know so that that does take up a lot of my non-plant time is either the gym or like video games or trading card games are you into playing video games with your husband? How does Garrett think about what does he think about that? Is, are you is it something you guys do together or separately? Yeah, uh, so he's a video gamer too, but we like the we like completely different types of games. Like he's very into The Sims because he's he loves uh, you know interior design and home planning, and for me. I like, he likes to call them wizard games. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So I, I'm very into like World of Warcraft, you know, that type of game. And that kind of goes along with my, my nerdy trading card games. Uh, so those are the types of video games that I like. And he likes kind of The Sims or, you know, I know he plays Grand Theft Auto and, and those types of games. So we really don't have video games that we play together, um, but but we have occasionally. It, it's it's something that we share, but it, it's kind of like a oh great, you, you're doing well in this game. Good job, <laughs> cool. babe. Good like, for you. <laughs> yes, awesome. thumbs up. <laughs> it, literally, thumbs up because I'm that type of person. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I so I. I don't really play video games. I used to, like, as a kid, I was, like, big into, like, Mario games. Oh, yeah. Um, and I guess growing up, I I was always bad at them. So I was like, screw this. I would always lose. I think the only game that I'm good at is, like, Mario Party and Mario Kart. And that's literally it. So... Hey, um, well, if you ever visit, I do still have my N64. We can play some Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. I'm big. I'm a big Wii in college. My roommate had a Wii and we would play like Mario Kart Wii, like drinking and driving where you like try and finish your drink before the race is up. Yes, but you have to pull over and drink because you're not, you can't drink and drive. Have you ever done that? 
Um. Oh no, we would just like oh okay. try and drink. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. No, so so the way that we would do it is you you have like you have to finish your drink before the race was over, but you can't drink and drive, so you would have to stop the cart and then like drink and you know then there's strategy like do you just have a slow start and just chug your drink stuff like that it it, it just it got really dumb really quickly yeah i mean there's so many rules to all those games but that's what makes it fun (laughs) exactly and you can set your own rules that's that's the like that's the joy of it right and then um so are you into pokemon at all yes do you still, I, sh- like... I should have mentioned that. Yes, I do technically have a Pokemon tattoo. Oh, really? What is it of? Uh, so, I if you play Pokemon past Gen 1, um, so it's Spinda it, from Generation 3. Um, if I saw it, I would know. But then yeah. it's not ringing a bell. No, that, that's totally fine. So, it, it's all it is is the spiral that is on that Pokemon uh it's it, so I have it on my forearm. And okay. It's it's really abstract. You wouldn't actually know it's a Pokemon tattoo. People always say that it looks like the Naruto spiral. If you you know what that looks like, and I'm like, well, I I do know what you're talking about, but no, it's actually for Pokemon. That's funny. I love that. I okay. So I don't know if you're on TikTok, but sometimes I find myself in like a Pokemon TikTok hole oh and i'm like no. <laughs> i'm like okay that, i like pokemon but like i need to get off of this <laughs> yeah the algorithm the algorithm is just like totally off so i don't have tiktok that is just a holdout that i have just like i i've avoided it so far because you're I missing just, out on so much good content i i know but at a certain point i also know that that will take up like that will literally like put me down a rabbit hole and then I will come out of it four hours later and realize that I've got nothing done. It'll so, cut. Yeah. It'll cut into your other hobbies like your yeah, or your card trading for sure. Which is not, I, I, I have too many things right now going on. I, I don't need to add like another thing. So, right. I hear oh. you on that. Um, that kind of happened with me. I, I think when I was talking to Nicole, hey, Nicole, um, I told her that I was, like, starting to make candles. And, like, it was going to be, like, PV, like, hand-poured by PV Plant Guy. And I got into it, and I, like, have, like, the sense down. And then, like, I had to go back into the office. And now I have, like, no free time to kind of, like, play around and experiment with that. So I'm like, okay, now this is on hold. Like, what the heck? Like, I was really looking forward to this, and I still have all the wax, but, like... Uh, it was just like one of those things where I started and like, maybe I shouldn't have started, but I did it anyway. No, I literally like like started doing it in January. It was like a project. Oh, that's, that's so rough. Cause of course you still want to do it, but you know, you, you started or, or at least started it thinking, oh, I still have all this time because I'm not leaving the house and now we're leaving the house. So we have less time. Mm-hmm. And I, I have, like, 20 candles that are, like, smaller in size. They're maybe, like, three ounces. And I'm like, okay, like, do I try and sell them? Or do I just, like, give them away? Or do I light them? I don't know. So I'm, like, in this weird, like, holding pattern. But to your point, tying back to, like, what you said about TikTok is that you have to – now that we're older, right, where 
we're we're at the age where we need to be like very particular about what we do outside of plants and work. Right. I mean, like bless everyone who has the time to be on TikTok for hours in a day. Like, you know, I'm also the type of person like as far as hobbies go, I consider sleep a hobby at this point. Like that is a hobby for me. Uh, I need my <laughs> solid eight hours of sleep. So for, any, for anyone who is, has extra time because they're getting, they can get by with like six hours of sleep, like props to you. I, th- that's not me. <laughs> no, we, I mean, we go to bed super early. We like to be in bed by like 9 PM. Yes. Yes. That, yes, exactly. Like, what What am I going to do after nine anyways? Watch Netflix? Like, I, I mean, that's what we do. Yeah. I, but I personally, I'd rather be well-rested so that I'm not miserable, the, you know, the next day. Yeah. Do you get your workouts in in the morning? I do, and I hate it. What time? Uh, six in the morning. Oh, that's rough. It, I do 6.30. Oh yeah, it, it it is hard, and my so my gym that I that I go to is in my office building, which is great. Uh, so downtown Minneapolis, and which which is awesome, but that means I need to leave the house by like five thirty and be ready for my entire day, uh, and that that's a lot. Yeah, especially when you're not going home after the gym. So you're showering at your office building, you're putting your work clothes on, and then you're basically sitting at your desk all day until you're done. Basically. When do you work out? Uh, Oh, no, you said 6.30. Well, I do, like, it depends on my work schedule. So sometimes I'll have, like, a 7 a.m. meeting because I work in healthcare, and oftentimes I have meeting with physicians. So we try and get their admin meetings in before their clinic starts around, like, 8. So, um Six, you know, I'll usually do like a six thirty if I don't have a seven a.m. meeting, or I'll do like a four thirty, five thirty class if I can like prioritize my day, you know, and start early and then finish around that time. Um, okay, good. You you meant four thirty, five thirty p.m. I guess yep. really concerned for you for a moment. I was like, oh, bless your soul, four thirty in the morning. I would never. <laughs> I, like at a certain point, like it's just not productive. Like you're not lifting heavy at like the earlier you go. So, right. And it takes me a while to warm up like early on. So I, I go to like a boutique strength training gym. So they're, they're weightlifting classes and there's a curriculum to it. And it's like a, you know, a 13 week program. And every two weeks, you know, they change up like what we're focusing on. So if we're, if it's like a heavy strength week and I have to go in and try and PR my bench at 6:30 in the morning. I'm like, why like why am I even here? Like I'm not right. going to be productive. Is is it CrossFit? No, it's it's okay. just strength training. Um okay. it's That's really yeah. cool cuz I feel like a lot of the boutique gyms are CrossFit, which I love CrossFit. I did it for 5 years, but that's super cool that it's just like a boutique weight weightlifting gym. Yeah, um I, I really like it, and it's it basically like teaches you form, and it prioritizes the main lifts, you know, deadlifts, squats, um, bench press, and there's pull-ups in there as well. And so we'll do a lot of like supportive movements to kind of like um, PR in those areas. 
Um, and it's great because it's like a group environment. So I'm not there like by myself trying to like hype myself, like with headphones in, I like have a, a group of guys or, and women who, you know, we're all doing the same thing and it's, it's fun. Yeah, and it, it like I love group workouts because it, it also provides you like the accountability of it. Like it right. helps you show up, like you push yourself because I don't know about you, I'm super competitive. So I like I do like I'd be like, Oh, this person's lifting this weight, I'm gonna lift that weight too. Yeah. It, you know, so it, it does help me push myself. Yeah. Well, so tell me about your workout schedule. So you go to the gym and it's like, is it just you working out? Do you go with Garrett or is there anyone else from the, from your work that you partner with? So, uh, uh, yeah. So it's in my office building and occasionally I will see people at my work at the gym at the same time, but it is mostly me. So I go four times a week and I, it's, I have a, uh, it's Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday, Friday, uh, where Wednesdays and the weekends are my rest. And it's a program of a, like upper body one, upper uh, lower body, so leg day, and then the break on Wednesday, and then upper body, and then lower body. Uh, so it's kind of like an A B schedule. Okay. Uh, and it, I I don't know. I really like leg day, so I fit it in twice a week. Uh, I know there are people that only do it once a week, but that, so that's my workout schedule. What's your favorite leg movement? I really, I love squats. I know that's really basic, but, uh, <laughs> let me, I'm trying to think of the actual name of what this movement is. So I'm legitimately pulling up my work out schedule now one moment (laughs) apologies here uh so i think it's a bulgarian split squat yes that's what i was gonna say yes (laughs) yeah so i i needed to get what it was correct it it is honestly just the greatest because i like you can't no, you don't lift like super heavy with it, but you just get such a good workout. Oh, when I do Bulgarian split squats with the barbell on my back, I'll do like 135, which is like a, a, a strong challenge for me. Oh, yeah. um, I will not be able to walk for like a week and uh, my hamstrings, my glutes are, like are all fired up. And I'm like, this is like the best workout I've gotten in months. Right. Well, and and that's kind of the nice thing about working out. That is one of the nice things about working out in the morning and then also kind of having leg day and then a rest day is that if you have leg day in the morning, you're you're still like moving around and working out the rest of like working out the rest of the day and then thank God for that rest day afterwards because otherwise I don't know how you would like get through it and function. It's a lot. I mean, so I like that you have rest days built in. And so the program that I do, it's literally Monday through Saturday. And then the gym is closed on Sunday because that's the rest day. So there are days where I or weeks where I'll work out like five to six times a week. And we'll do leg day like it'll be like, like, sometimes it's like upper, lower, upper, lower total body. And like, we'll go in two days after that leg day and it's like oh my god like i now i have to do squats after we like deadlifted and i'm like just like totally like exhausted and um 
I feel like sometimes like you can't get that good. Like you can't get a deep workout when you're still sore from the prior workout. Yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah, it's nice. Cause it like helps like loosen you up a bit, but it, yeah, at a certain point it's just like, well, I'm still sore from the workout before. Why, why am I, why am I needing to lift heavy again? I don't know, but right. that's <laughs> awesome. Um, and so it's, I mean, work, like working out on plants, like they're not completely on the same page. Right. And it's kind of like, I try and keep like what I share, like to plants and my dogs. Um, and then, so the reason why I started incorporating working or my workout schedule into like PV plant guy is because I started using plant-based protein. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw that. And so I was like, you know what? Like, I guess there's like a correlation there. Right, you know, some yeah. people do like plant-based diets, and um, so I was like, "Oh, let me let me share this." And then I started, you know, like like doing like taking other supplements that are like plant-based. I'm like, okay, like there's there's like a small tie there. Also, well, that there's a larger <clears throat> tie. I mean, plants like do also kind of have a function sometimes. They're not just always pretty to look at. Right. Right. Uh, exactly. Well, and then of course, <clears throat> I, I think, yeah, you did this too. And then we like, we were doing like the ab workouts with plants and the squats with plant, like squats with plants. Oh yeah. 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 That, that trend made the rounds on, on Instagram. So multiple times. I love it. Every single time <laughs> I, I, I was see like, it I can't like, resist it. I can't resist it. Yeah. I'm like, th this is an intersection of two of the things that I enjoy. Let's go. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think, uh, you know, if <laughs> I could, I, I thought about like bringing a plant to the actual gym, but I was like, mm, that's too much. That's yeah, this is a little bit extra. <laughs> but I mean, it's all in good fun. And those, those trends are fun, but it's kind of like, I feel pressured to do them when other people are like tagging me and I'm like, I don't have time. Like, I, or like I'll go home from work and I'm like, I just don't have time to do this. Like I need to spend time with John. Like we're making dinner, we're spending quality time together and then I'm going to bed. So, right. so no, like no, no offense to whoever tagged me, but that's, that's what my life is right now. Well, it, well, and that it's like, if you're going to the gym as much as you are, it's like, okay, um, I'm not going to work out again. Like, it, like right. type of that thing. Like I have literally done, I have been tagged in one of those challenges and literally have recorded me doing like the 10 reps. And I'm like, all right, that's it. That's my workout. Yeah. One and done. <laughs> yep. Like not it, going to the gym today. Exactly. So, <clears throat> um, so you go to the gym in the morning and then you go to work. What's your work life like? Yeah, so I work in wealth management. Uh, my work, it, you know, I really enjoy what I do, um, but I I typically don't I, I don't share anything about that on social media just for privacy reasons. But um, as far as work life, uh, I'm in I'm back in the office uh, a f probably four days a week, I actually use the gym as my excuse to be in the office. So I, I kind of line it up uh, like that, just because that's the gym that I go to. Uh, but other than that, it, it's, you know, I, I do work really long days, um, which is, it is what it is. And I, like I said, I love what I do. But now that I am back in the office, it is kind of sad because I'm not in my plant room uh, as much as I was, uh, you know, a year ago. Um, so 
it, it does take me away from like being with my plants or posting to social media as much or as frequently. Um, so I, I'm trying to get better at like, I, I guess scheduling, I, I hate saying this, but like scheduling what I'm going to post ahead of time or like figuring out content before I get my day started so that I can kind of share uh, when I, you know, when I want to throughout the day without being pulled away from my work. No, you make a really great point. And I, I think that some of the creators that work from home, like I used to work from home and it was so easy to just like, you know, if I had a break in the day, like make a reel or something. Um, but now that I'm in the office, like obviously, you know, we're not by our plants. So we have to plan ahead of time and like make the reels like on a weekend or after work and then keep them in drafts until you're ready to post them like in the middle of the day during the workday. Oh, for sure. I like I there was, I, I guess, a pattern I, that I noticed. It was like, all right, so uh, the days that I post reels are Saturdays because I'm at home and can actually have the time to, you know, record them. Uh, it, but yeah, being away from the plants, you can't easily take or, or snap a, a photo of a Hoya or a, a, or a ficus. So Right. And oftentimes I'll find myself like saying, oh, I don't have anything in my story or my story is about to expire. Let me throw something up there. And then I look at my camera roll and I'm like, I have nothing. I have literally yeah. nothing that I can put up. Backlog. So like, yeah. I'm like, okay, like, I guess it's going to be like a TBT or a shared memory or let me share something else um, just to kind of like as a placeholder for like things of like my collection that I should be posting and sharing about. And that's, I mean, that's the wild thing about just like social media or like content in general. It's like, I never want to make it feel like a job, you know, but there are, I guess, rules or, or, you know, strategies that you kind of need to follow to not necessarily get engagement like engagement's a dirty word but i i want i want people to see my my stuff i want to see my friends photos i i want to see the content that they're posting and the only way that i get to see it at this point because the algorithm is if they're like regular posters or they post at a certain uh period of time and i like it, it it kind of feels it, it feels bad that it, it's come to that uh, as far as like the way that the algorithm kind of treats what we want to see. But I don't know. You, you got to post stuff for me to see it. Right, right. And I think as content creators, you know, we as much as we want to see, like there's also that balance of. I'm also spending a lot of time creating content versus looking at content. And a lot of the times, like when I'm looking, I am trying to find um, ideas for additional content to make. Obviously, like there are like the, there's like the core group of people that I like always engage with, um, you know, social media friends that that, like I'll comment on and I love seeing, but um, it's, it's, it's a lot of energy. Yep. It's a lot of energy and, you know, I don't have TikTok, so I, I am the last one to find out about all these like trends that are going on with TikToks and reels. 
so uh, I, I feel like I'm late to the party there. So if I see something that I'm like, oh, I can make a reel out of that, uh, I, like I got to do it right away. Because uh, if I wait, I feel like, oh, okay, that's like last week's, that's like last week's news. It's it, it's not interesting anymore. Right. And I don't know if you know this, but TikTok is, I guess Instagram is behind TikTok trends. So a lot of times something will be trending on TikTok and then a few weeks later it'll make its way to Instagram and then it'll yes. be a trend on Instagram. Yeah. So by the time you see any of my reels like jumping on a trend, like it, you can say like, come on, elder millennial, what are you doing? <laughs> you are so late to the party. Yeah, it's like, all right, come on, get with it. You gotta, you gotta stay with the times here, <laughs> right? Well, and I like, I understand Instagram is pushing reels because they want, they've seen the success of TikTok. I get that, right? But at a certain point, like sometimes I just want to see a photo of a pretty plant. Like, dang it, just share a photo, right? And you know what's funny is I tried to do a, um, a reel to show off my pretty plant my anthurium forgetii which is like one of my favorite plants right now just because it's absolutely gorgeous with all the like healthy leaves and i mm-hmm. um i was like let me just like show it off in a reel and it didn't do well compared to my other reels but i noticed that it did a lot better than if i were just to post it in a picture right and you, it's you like know, and that just yeah people just like fall down the rabbit hole of just like swiping between videos and like yeah i guess it doesn't get as much engagement but you know you also can't really easily swipe through a photo so people just see it less right um so hey steven i have two questions that i usually ask everyone on my podcast so i would like to ask you um if you could meet any plant content creator within the plant space on social media who would it be someone that you haven't already met in person i mean you (laughs) so the easy answer um there's so uh but you aside i mean i don't you know i don't travel much uh it is what it is so there are so many people so many wonderful people on plant instagram that i i've gotten to know um that i just haven't met yet because I really, I mean, you know, given with everything that's happened with the pandemic, I haven't Mm -hmm. really left the state in two years. So, uh, you know, uh, Paul at plant me, Paul, he's great. Um, love Paul. I would love to meet him. Yes. Uh, so there's Durrell who is the black plant man. He is absolutely hilarious. He makes amazing reels. So for anyone listening, Please check him out if you haven't already. Um, I like I literally have a laundry list, so I'm just gonna. Do you mind if I just like rapid fire? Yeah, no, I want to hear who. That I, I want to hear who's okay. who's in your Instagram circle. Yes, uh, so <laughs> Lucretia, uh, she is Soul Sister Plants on Instagram. She is just an amazing sounding board, an amazing person, and she makes absolutely fantastic content so check out soul sister plants um i like i've had a ton of interaction and i've loved you know getting to know maria uh with uh bloom and grow radio uh i so i would love to meet her in person and then um mark uh moss and fern nyc and yes 
Yes, and Leo uh, Philodendron. Yes, um, they're just they're they're all just wonderful, and it, like I guess um, you know, there's also so many like there's a thriving plant community in the Twin Cities too. Um, like Nicole, you're oh look, you're still yeah, listening. she's here. Yes, uh, Nicole, you're great. Uh, love you. Um, you know, there's uh, Shayla at the Plant Penthouse on Instagram. Uh, she's absolutely amazing, and her and I just have never actually like been able to be in the same space at the same time. Like something always comes up, but she's been great. And like I, I would say for anyone who is listening, like when you come to the Twin Cities, like hit up the plant, like the plant Instagram for the Twin Cities, uh, because there's so many of us. And I'll just have you and Nicole, um, kind of giving me a tour de la Twin Cities. Oh yeah. Like whenever, whenever you decide to come and I would recommend you not come in the middle of winter. Um, but whenever you decide to visit, we'll, we'll take you around. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I've never been. And, um, I hear it's a beautiful Minnesota is a beautiful state, especially in the summer. So it's definitely, you know, added to the bucket list. Good. Perfect. And then, um, my second question is, um, if you could be any plant, what plant would you be and why? Uh, um, I think I, you know what? I got to go with fiddly fig, uh, ficus lyrata. Uh, I, you know, I, I feel like, it has a reputation of just being like, I, I, I guess, like super high maintenance, uh, basic AF, um, you know, super awkward and lanky. But like after a while, you figure it out. And like, I don't know. I They're dorky and awkward and fun. Like I feel like I am too. So I love that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I my brand at this point, I think when I like – when we were looking at photos, it was like every single like selfie that I have on my Instagram is with my fiddly fig, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And your picture on here on this app is with a fiddly fig. Yup. That is, that is notorious F I G. That is my, that, that is my fiddle. How many do you have? Just, Just one. one. Just, Just one. The one. I love but, it. But realistically, like I probably should have like five. With how with how obsessed I am with it, yes. Um, so how can we get you more? Uh, I I I haven't once again. Uh, like I haven't gone plant shopping in a while because you're downsizing. To downsize, but like, hey, with all my new space, I might just have room for more ficus. You know what you got to do is you just got to buy a small ficus and then let it grow so you it doesn't take too much space up. Yeah. Like we little babies. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so next time we chat, you'll have like an- at least one baby ficus, and it doesn't have to be a fiddly fig; it can be whatever. But let's make that your takeaway. Uh, my okay. Well, <laughs> I, I am. I am. My husband is still listening. So all, all right, honey, uh, you heard that. I'm. I'm getting another ficus. At least one more. Sorry. Just a little baby one. A little baby <laughs> one. There's so many different kinds too. He just exactly. needs like. He needs to explore what what joy ficuses bring when they 
grow to be beautiful and colorful and rewarding. So yes. Well, hey, Stephen, I appreciate your time on this Sunday. What is now? It's still morning for you, right? On this uh, Sunday morning. Yes. I, I, we have eight more minutes, and then it's the afternoon. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day um, with your husband, Garrett, and we will talk soon. Thank you so much, David. It was wonderful to be on. Yeah, of course. Great talking to you. 